Hi, everybody. John Branning here, welcoming you to episode 25 of This Week at the Trump Poems for the week ending December 21st, 2019. Perhaps the most momentous week to date of the Trump administration because he was impeached by the House of Representatives this week, as I'm sure you are aware. Uh, pretty much a party line vote, no Republicans voting in favor of either article. Almost all Democrats voting in favor of at least one of the two, one vote being split, and another representative just voting present, which we'll mention a little bit later. Uh, some concerns that Donald Trump had with what was going on in the events of the week that were pending, and that was very clear in terms of his tweets, in terms of a letter that he wrote Nancy Pelosi, in terms of some comments that he made at a big rally in Michigan where he actually got word of the vote in the House of Representatives in real time in the midst of his rally, and then some discussion about what's going to happen next. So that's what our Trump poems will be about this week, and why don't we get underway, okay? Donald Trump spent the week consumed with the Democrats and Nancy Pelosi in particular, and as the uh, formal impeachment process was preparing to get underway, he sent a very unusual tweet, perhaps even by his standards, having a comment to do with Nancy Pelosi's teeth slipping. And so our Trump poem about this one is called Bite Me. Nervous Nancy's teeth were slipping. Seems she didn't use adhesive. Did you hear Van Drew is flipping? Democrats are not cohesive. Dems went soft on infrastructure. That's why Nancy lost her choppers. Alliances begin to rupture. GOP is sure to stop her. I myself have teeth like chiclets. Breath is fine. Once I pop Tic Tacs. I am in a sticky wicket. Quid pro quo is just like kickbacks. Her locution seemed impaired some, having trouble with a few words. Here I should go back to square one. More than once, my jabber grew slurred. From me, one more toothless blunder. As Rome burns, I'm just the fiddler spewing out more ruthless thunder. My base loves when I belittle her. Picking on the speaker's dentures, making fun of Nancy's loose teeth. One more Twitter misadventure. How low will my rank abuse reach? On the eve of the impeachment vote, Donald Trump released a letter that he had sent to Nancy Pelosi, a six-page screed, which was pretty remarkable. If you haven't already read it, you probably should go back. It's quite entertaining, where he recounted much of the same arguments that he's made regarding the whole Russia hoax, uh, the situation with Ukraine, his conversation with Zelensky, his accomplishments in office, various claims, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was quite a thing. And so our Trump poem about that letter is called Letter Perfect. Dearest Nancy, I have written you a letter in my typical word salad where I lay out all the reasons your impeachment is invalid. You are breaking your allegiance and declaring open war. And it's not true when you say that I'm the one you are praying for. Now let's take the term impeachment. It's an ugly word you've cheapened. And it's clear that in response, I now have gone right off the deep end. Your attacks on my behavior are preposterous and brazen. 
In response to my election, you've pursued nullification. Your actions have been spiteful, and your conduct is egregious with these fake investigations, all a hoax under your aegis. More due process was afforded during which trials held in Salem. And I keep on saying transcript, but the words are not verbatim. Against every shred of truth, fact, evidence, and legal principle, the Democrats are acting as if their stance is invincible. You're subverting our democracy and questioning my fitness. Is perhaps that why Chuck Schumer wants to call upon new witnesses? It's quite clear to me and all Republicans who see your heart is in your quest to stage a coup that is illegal, also partisan. Perhaps what's most insulting is your false front of solemnity. I'll gladly testify under a grant of full indemnity. The voters will not soon forgive the justice you've perverted. Even though, right on the front lawn of the White House, I once blurted that I'd welcome China's help, just as I asked for from Zelensky. Who will suffer from this most? We'll wait 100 years and then see. From my long list of accomplishments, you're trying to distract. I've achieved so much it almost fills one lengthy paragraph. You've inflicted hurt and damage on my children, misses on me. Here's my thoughts, and they are indelible. Signed, Hugs and Kisses, Donnie. The actual vote regarding the two articles of impeachment was kind of anticlimactic, not to take away from the importance of it, but it was almost strictly along party lines, no Republicans voting in favor of less Democrats voting against than perhaps had been speculated upon. A few Democratic representatives that had been alleged to be on the fence had earlier in the week come out clearly in favor of voting in favor of the two articles. Uh, One representative, in fact, one that's here in Maine where I am, split his vote between the two. Two others voted against, one of whom is Jeff Andrew, who, as we mentioned before, switched parties. And then Tulsi Gabbard offered that peculiar vote of merely present on the two, but that's a discussion for another day. So our Trump poem about the outcome of this and what may potentially be happening once once this gets to the Senate is called Evidence for the Contrary. You know what they say, the charms in the third time, first Johnson, then Clinton. Perhaps you've now heard I'm impeached. What's it feel like? Defies all description, and yet I'll attempt to. But please, no transcription. I'm really not worried. Why should I be when it is clear I will skate through a trial in the Senate? I wanted to mount a defense, a robust one. It's something McConnell and I have discussed some. Now, Moscow Mitch wants this to be short and sweet, so he doesn't want witnesses. Feels incomplete, though. Why wouldn't we bring in those folks on my staff who will swear that Ukraine I did not give the shaft to? I think the concern is... If they're cross-examined, their statements might tangle their boss in a jam and conviction, which right now seems highly unlikely, becomes possibility due to my psyche. The Dems and those critics who think that I'm addled seek further proof based on my rantings in Battle Creek. In front of supporters, those great men and ladies, I said a dead congressman looks up from Hades. Know who expressed his unflinching support? You will not be surprised that it's Putin. His annual press conference came with a push for return visits. Also, like me, he played footsie with term limits. I will emerge from this trial with a victory. 
Mitch says it's best to get underway quick or he may lose control and relinquish exact timing, risking the chance of more damaging fact-finding. wraps up the latest episode of This Week at the Trump Poems. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope that everybody has a great holiday, whatever it is that you choose to celebrate or choose not to celebrate, whatever makes you happy during the course of the next week before we turn the corner into the new year of 2020 and gear up for the next election and obviously what happens with the next steps in the impeachment process. So there'll be a lot more things to cover as the Trump Poems continue on. And I thank all of you for listening and for your support. I'll remind you that you can find these as they're posted in real time by going to thetrumppoems.com, by following on the Facebook page, The Trump Poems, or on Twitter, The Trump Poems 1, the number one. And uh, thanks so much for any shares that you have, any likes, any comments. Love to have more people listening to the podcast and reading The Trump Poems. So thank you for sharing anything that you might enjoy with other folks that you think might get some enjoyment out of it as well. John Branning saying thanks again for tuning in, and I'll be in touch with you again next week at This Week at the Trump Poems. <laughs>